Yo, what is going on guys? Connor here and welcome back to the Daily Hustle podcast. So I'm here today with Miles and uh, yeah, Miles and I have got a bit of a history together. We've um, we've known each other about, what, three years now I'd say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, we met when um, I got my first sort of like nine to five. He also was like an intern working for the same agency. So we learned pretty much everything together. And after we got fired, uh, we <laughs> sort of were freelancers yeah, together. Yeah, we sort and of fell into it, didn't we? Doing all sort of content like that. So yeah, why don't you... Bad. Tell us about what you do right now, like yeah. So like, so what? Three years on now, now I'm working. So where my off, where I work now in my office space, Mash Media. So they're basically an events agency um, that cover all sorts of events, um, mainly uh, conferences, um, roundtable discussions, and also um, so uh, exhibitions as well. But mainly in the events industry. So. We have magazines, we have a ton of different magazines, so Exhibition World, um, Exhibition News, and then the international magazines as well. Um, and they basically cover everything to do with events, suppliers, people that need Wi-Fi, people that need security for events, all of it. And so your job is to pretty much just yeah. create the content for like yeah. all these different streams, all yeah. these different events. So basically what we used to do, but just doing it for these guys. Yeah, so basically it, you know? yeah, when we were working at the agency, uh, so we were working at an agency called ClickDo, and while we were there, we were just, we were pretty much just the content guys. We made content for the, for the clients of the agency and we uh, did like live streams and other live streams. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> so so part, this is back at ClickDo when we yeah. were, when obviously when me and Connor first met. So uh, if we go back, uh, Connor came in for, so I joined the company, what, like a, like a few days before Connor. Um, and it was really weird because he like, just sort of like just called me up and was like, oh, you can start on Monday. So I started, two days in, Connor turns up for an interview and uh, our boss, Fernando, like sort of just turned around to him and was like, just pretend like you've been there for yeah. years and do an interview with him. So he interviewed me and like, he, you proper sold me because I yeah. thought you'd been there for ages. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. It, like, I'm didn't, surprised you said that because I, I, I literally I, was winging it. <laughs> like, I, I, had, I had, you gave me no impression whatsoever <laughs> that you had just been starting there or that mm. you was an intern or anything like that. Oh, like, man, I was there like all nervous in my suit. I, yeah, you see, oh mate, you look so suit. young as well. Full suit, full, suit. full mop, yeah. you know. Like, Better negotiated. You came out of it as well and was like, "Yeah, I've got, I've got like another offer from another company. So like, if it don't come in, it's calm." I was like, "Whoa, this guy!" And then Fernando heard that and he was like, "Oh mate, yeah, like he's actually made some, you know, made the right well, stuff." Yeah, well, yeah. How I, how I ended up getting that is um, when you got yours, you, you planned on like Indeed or something, didn't you? Like, you yeah, just, I think well, like I think we both were just applying for like you were like ringing up yeah, agencies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I, I did is did. I just um, I went on Google Maps and I typed in like digital marketing agency London and then mm. I just uh, got like all the results and then I just checked their um, postcode from where I was currently living to see if it was within like an hour and a half and then I just called every person mm. that was within that yeah, yeah. distance yeah, and I just yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I'm Connor. I want to get work experience, and yeah, then and that was it. Wasn't yeah, it? and then I ended up yeah getting like two offers, and mm. then went with ClickDo because I felt like it was a better opportunity at the time, and yeah, yeah it worked out because yeah, it worked out finally. And we yeah, we ended up meeting up, and obviously then we started working together on projects, and yeah, I don't, I can't really describe what like when people ask me what was our job role there, I can't, I can't yeah. really put a finger we, on we, it. We we did like a bit of everything. Yeah, I, it was no. To be fair, it actually. was an internship, just mainly just. Digital marketing internship? Would you even say that? Yeah, I'd say so. It was, we did a bit. We did everything though. Mm. Like, to be fair, it was more like whatever we wanted to do. Because mm. how it was is we'd we'd get in at nine o'clock. Yeah. We'd email him what we're doing today. So yeah. we could say like, oh, we want to focus on trying to sell stuff today, or if we yeah. wanted to make 
particular yeah, bits of content. Yeah. So we kind of we were quite lucky in the sense that we got we got a fuck ton of freedom. We, yeah, yeah, we a ton, a we ton. could pretty much do whatever we wanted to as yeah. long as it had like we could justify the reasoning for it. Yeah, the and reason like, why and and just making sure that we would like yeah just making sure that we were like trying to close a deal really it was almost like half sales work as well there, yeah it was definitely there was elements a lot, of sales there, in there which there was, you were way better than me at. yeah <laughs> but, um, there, there was yeah. definitely a sales element to it that was pretty much it if one of the two he was yeah, happy it was really. it was content or selling and he, he was happy if, they, if, they, if there was stuff to post on yeah, the yeah. click do instagram and facebook yeah. or whatever he, mm. he, he was happy and then mm. obviously if we sell stuff then he's even more happy yeah, yeah so yeah it, it was fun working there for like what was there for like a year or so before mm. um he like downs scaled the office and that so we sort of went our own ways especially when you're dealing with what he was dealing with with seo things can change uh, yeah. and things like that yeah, so, he'd, yeah. he'd come in one day like uh and he, you could tell he's been up all night like yeah, like, yeah like, and I'm, like, like, i was scared all he's like man the ranks last night <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's, it changed all the algorithms yeah like, oh. as soon as as soon as like google did an update and all the clients ranking changed his like, phone was just like, like why am i on page yeah. two why just, like, and then obviously then it, just to keep them up it would just be like yeah, just flood ppc just to keep them yeah up doing yeah. um but yeah he's been talking about seo when we started doing the, <laughs> when yeah. we did the, the we live did sessions the, the live streams oh, we used man. to we used to do a daily live stream and um a lot of the agency focuses yeah. major, majority on seo so mm. we did a lot of content on seo and i i understood it a lot more than miles did and whenever we were talking about it he would start rambling and I, then he'd be I, like I, yeah I, yeah I like yeah to I, me and i'd be like no, I like. had zero clue what I was doing, like zero clue. And it got to a point where it got so bad that Connor would literally just sit there and just like be like, didn't even like put like contribute to anything I was saying because he just knew I was just waffling. Just <laughs> waiting for you to stop talking. <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, ignore what he said. That's <laughs> what he was worried about. So I was like, oh man. <laughs> Yeah, that was bad. That was a low point. But I mean, we had some good live streams. Yeah, there was a few that really, really popped, didn't they? Yeah. The click funnel. For the wrong reasons. Yeah, for the wrong reasons. Yeah, click funnel is a scam. So I remember now. So I don't know if you know what click funnels is. It's kind of like one of those website builders, blah, blah, blah. Like Watch it, because some of their stuff is actually quite funny. Yeah. We watched one of their videos over and over again. Yeah, and so we, I wanted, we tried to make a bit of content uh basically calling click funnels a scam I, yeah. I it was my idea to call click funnels a scam because all it really is is a drag and drop website builder basically. and you and you have to pay a hundred pound a month for it yeah it right you could sense. literally just go on wix or one-on-one yeah. -on -one and do any other like and yeah. you could build the idea of what a click funnel is like the whole strategy of oh that's where they go blah 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 mm. that makes sense yeah you yeah. can sell me a click funnel in that sense but yeah, yeah. their platform was just a website builder to me mm. and i thought it was ridiculous so we so i made like a i got like a white ball and i drew like a thing saying like oh click funnels is a scam <laughs> and we did a live stream and we put that link of the live stream in the official like click funnel page yeah and like it was we got like a good few thousand yeah. views on it didn't Generally we like because it was popping at the time and people wanted to know about it even though it like you said it was really when you break it down it was really 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 basic yeah but i think we just i guess that's like a clear example of like just posting the right content at the right time yeah. even though we had no clue what we were talking about yeah. just because it was that topic and people were like anything to do with that topic they were like yeah I want to listen yeah, like, it, it just popped like, and yeah. then 
the next one i think we oh, still got was, quite a few yeah we we did yeah we, there was only two live streams i can remember actually doing quite well most okay. of the times it was just like five people watching yeah but like and that one hit like a thousand like yeah. views over like not no. obviously wet there and then but like wasn't it, it got it like it, i swear it got like 5k views after two days and it, it was like an average like 50 60 yeah. viewers and for like facebook for yeah, our yeah. page that was like yeah gas. it was that massive was, that like, was like huge. but that was like Oh my was, god! Like, yeah, yeah, like, he was crazy. Like himself. Yeah, it, yeah. I was, was like, because basically, there was we were quite a small team, and I remember obviously you had um, oh my gosh, I can't remember Amy? her name. No, Tanea, was it Tanea? <sighs> I don't know who that is. Yes, you do. Do I? She was there when I the, the the girl that was there when we first joined, and then Fernando like you know don't you don't remember? Oh, that's you mean. Janae, Janae, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, Janae, Janae, oh my, I did not forget your name, oh I did, the, but, the, <laughs> yeah, it was you, looking back on it, I think I was, but I would have been better off learning, I think, I, I think Fernando then realised that was like, you need to learn, <laughs> you need to learn a camera stuff, because <laughs> the digital parking sign isn't for you, and I was like, yeah, that's fair enough, yeah, and I think that's, it, in hindsight, I think that probably would have worked better if I was more behind the camera, learnt that, and let you go on with the, the SEO side of things. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Because I, 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 pref I prefer to to be in front of the camera when, mm. when we're doing that sort of, because I find it quite easy just to, just to flush talk. a quick script out yeah. and then just start talking about it. And yeah, then, yeah, that's you. That is, yeah. that is you to do that. Um, and yeah, it could have worked. I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, it probably would have. But then again, if, if it was a success, you know, and we're still at ClickDo, we wouldn't have been yeah. where we were now. Yeah, so well, that's what happened. Yeah, there, wasn't I, it? I, I I don't reg I never I definitely don't regret working for ClickDo because I learned a lot of oh, skills no. all no, around. No. And to be honest, it was like a foot in the door. That was like the first. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so with me, I got a internship at, um, with my sister's company, IQDC, and then that only lasted three months. And then after that, I had nothing. So I was like, I need someone to yeah. give me a chance with no experience. And that, like, fair enough, he did that. And that's invaluable yeah. for both of us, really. Exactly, yeah. You know, like We owe a lot to him, I think. Yeah, definitely. Especially since I just randomly phoned him up. And yeah. I was just like, yo, I want work yeah. experience. It's like, yeah, yeah. Cut, like basically yeah. come down and then... Yeah. Regardless of like, yeah, I genuinely think, yeah, without him, I don't think either of us... Well, you wouldn't have known about the whole... What you're doing now yeah. is a product of what he sort exactly. of said yeah. to you. It All right, it's not exactly the same, but the whole concept of working for yourself and stuff is what you're doing now yeah. is really thanks to him showing no, you No, I totally agree. Like I, I got to shadow him quite a bit and see some of the, the things he was doing, like some of the traits, but mm. I genuinely, yeah, he taught me, like gave me the fundamental skills of like sales and stuff. Cause yeah. he let me sit in with his meetings when he was doing sales calls. I un understood that like he, yeah, he definitely taught me a lot. And mm. um, I, I'm glad I got that portion of experience working that sort of nine to five mm. uh, relationship relationship fucking um yeah working in that sort of nine to five environment yeah. and then now sort of getting to just sort of do it whenever yeah no hey i think that's best to yeah i think that because you, otherwise really you would have just you you were like when you first came you were just all about just uh, getting a good paycheck and yeah going nine to five really well when i yeah i got there well i i knew i knew that i wanted to do business and like be an entrepreneur and I mm. wanted to be involved in that and I and I even when I did get that job I was still at the time I believe I was I was doing streetwear at the time mm. yeah I was still flipping streetwear and might have been doing some eBay stuff I mm. don't think I touched much better yet no no yeah, it wasn't much better because I, I was still living with my nan yeah. when I started working that at was it, yeah again yeah. that whole thing like with I, that on top like both of oh, us were like at some stages like struggling to oh, what yeah. I was 
struggling to get into work. Yeah, I had to pay pay yeah, money a couple of times. To, literally, there was one I got, no lie, I got to the station and I tapped my phone and it didn't work. I was just like, yeah. wow. Like, I wouldn't say that's like a turning point because after that there was still more struggle, but that was a point where I was literally like, nah, I need to sort this out. That, yeah. was, that was like, oh, that's like, I can't even pay for my, you know, to get into work. God, I had to pay you. <laughs> like, you got me some money to get in. It's definitely a grind because when, yeah. when I obviously first started to click do like, I was like the money that he we agreed on was just enough to like yep. pay my travel just yeah, about yeah. that i was still i was doing four days a week there mm. and then i was doing um two days like retail work at like wilco or whatever yeah but i did that for, i think i was doing that so i was working like six days a week for like yeah. maybe a month or two yeah until we so. managed to like renegotiate a price yeah and then you and, dropped it yeah it? and then it ended up it ended up getting quite decent at a point at one point mm. i was getting for like three I was yeah it ended up doing three days a week and mm. i was getting a grand a month mm. for like three days a week and like it, it was that was pretty that was pretty yeah. chill and then there were like clients on the bubble that were gonna yeah get you a bit yeah exactly because well, while we were there like we were building relationships with other people because obviously the services that we wanted to focus on like the video production stuff and and like the animation stuff like click do did that but it was like he, he they he actually supported us yeah oh, he supported us like 100%. like he they, he even made a it let us make a web page on the ClickDo site that had the video animation stuff. And mm. uh, when uh, we started Howling Animations, yeah. I wanted to um, get like some some case studies. I wanted to have a couple examples. And we only yeah, had just one animation at the time, which was just the one animation talking about Howling animations and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And obviously I need, wanted more content before I started going heavily on trying to sell oh, them. Yeah, so I, I, I reached out, uh, so Fernando let me, he hit up some of his clients and was like, oh, my boys, blah, 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 are doing this. Mm. like. And he got us like he did us got us the first like client or two for like it was like silly money it was probably like two hundred quid or something silly but it was like it it helps it's enough to get you started yeah I I just wanted to be expenses covered Mm. because I I was like I'm not gonna I'm not the sort of idiot to be going around trying to charge xxx pricing with Mm. having nothing to show for it so I was like I just wanted to do like three animations for different clients so Mm. I can be here's a bit of a portfolio that was like the first step I think yeah it was getting for us stepping out on our own I think yeah gradually. Yeah, because yeah, I start yeah, because we started going to so we started going to networking events in the mm. evening, and then that's when we started doing like getting some freelance projects yeah, and yeah. going like that, mm. um, and that was a like the whole freelance side of things was like that was a, definitely a grind because when mm. we like left the agency like we we didn't have any of the equipment like at all like there was a couple bits that we was able to like keep like I think it was I think I kept one of the light boxes yeah. and maybe like a, one of the cheap road mics or something yeah. but like we didn't have any equipment so we were like selling like our services and then we'd get the like the money or whatever and we'd go and rent the equipment yeah and then yeah, have to, it was a yeah, struggle like that yeah, the first ever shoot we did freelance without any of like you know the agency mm. we filmed it on an iphone 6 and like a phone gimbal yes and yeah that's terrible it was it was it was yeah i mean the video wait, wait, wait. so yeah for clicked it was i think but then didn't we do create london very close together i was definitely terrible first because that's when we had the phone we had the phone then yeah. We did Urban Fitness when we had a full on. No, no, no. I'm about, yeah, but the Create close. Create London one, Kingston oh, up the road. Yeah, you, you, like we come in before this. Yeah, is, you know this is Kingston up the road. We went. Well, that there. that was that was that was definitely one of the first ones because yeah. I remember <laughs> we were looking up how to fucking yeah, use the gimbal. Yeah, yeah, we were we were in there we were in their office space. This was like what two years ago now. Yeah, got to be like about two, two years ago. Got to be two years ago before we had all this all these cameras and all this equipment and that mm. we were borrowing equipment and because also we were borrowing it we didn't get so familiar with it because no, we would just, no. we borrow it we use it for a day and that was it we didn't yeah. get time to sit there so when we first got it we were like in their office space filming some stuff and we were like oh yeah we're just gonna like 
brainstorm some stuff like sit yeah. away and then we were sitting there watching you tutorials yeah. like how to fucking <laughs> use it it was <laughs> tragic tragic it was weird and it was it was uh, like again it was like whoa like we are like we we thought we went into that thinking we were real like i i, I personally was like when i got there i was like like we're prepped like we've, we've got here yeah. enough time we can quickly you know sort out settings on the camera and be fine but like i think i was like whoa actually there's a lot more prep into a yeah. shoot that needs to go down than we thought we were yeah. there literally we were there weren't we they were literally like i can get this shot they wanted us to be like bang 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 it was a situation where we were saying like oh yeah just like cover a bit of expenses yeah, and, and we'll let us show us show what we can do so then we can get that yeah. shoot and that was massive wasn't it that was a was it, take your seat sky yeah, that sports was, event yeah it was a sky huge. sports event yeah and it was that was potentially huge and obviously i think it came down to a bit of well, I, 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 just, I was just going to remember like Sky Sports ended up shutting it down and, That's not, what I mean, and yeah. not giving us permission it to go there. came down to putting up, I think a lot of red tape just got put up and was more down to the fact that Sky Sports had their, obviously we're going to have yeah. their own team. Yeah. We were trying to say that, or Create London were trying to get across that we're doing it behind the scenes for Create London, we won't get any of the branding or encroach mm. on what you're doing for Sky Sports. But yeah, in the yeah. end, um, I was gutted about that. That was probably one of the ones yeah. I was like, but oh I mean, it worked out. We did, we did, I did, we did more work with them in the future. Like they, mm. they hired us to do um, yeah. a project with New Balance uh -huh. as well. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, like that, that's just that's just the grind when you're starting out freelance and stuff. Like you, Massively. you need to put yourself in situations where you're not so much maybe doing free work, but maybe just getting a little bit of expenses covered. Like mm. I've done loads. I've done shoots where I've lost money. Yeah. I've done shoots where I'm like I'm got to lose money doing travel and I'm gonna to have to cover the expenses to get it edited mm. and all that but it's like if I can see value in creating a relationship with a particular company or a particular person mm. you got to do that gonna do like we did that free shoot for create London and then yeah, yeah like again I've got I've got a couple shoots out of that in, in oh, the future and, and it's big brand stuff that can go on the portfolio like yeah, yeah. new balance blah yeah. blah blah like it's cool so if you're doing any sort of services and you're looking to start out yeah do not be ignorant and think that you don't do free work. No, you got to. I think that's and I think that's like the 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 sort of the structure you should follow when you're going into any industry, even if you're not starting out and you're, you know, you're someone that's a bit further down the line like us. If we're going into a new industry, you need someone something to show them. If you've yeah. got nothing to show them, how are they going to trust that you can deliver what they want? Just because you've done a gym video doesn't mean that you could do a club video, it's totally different you yeah. know, setup, totally different rig that you need for your camera, like, you know, you're gonna know that. So I think really when you're going to any other industry, it's first of all, free work and get a, a solid video out of yeah. it that you can then show to other people and sell. So we did that, I think we really exercised that with um, Kiko. Yeah, yeah. It was that. on the way, we never really followed it up. But I think if we did, that would have been that I think that would have worked because there were people there, that wanted it. Yeah, there was there was a couple leads that came from that. There was he he called me up about or he emailed me rather about someone he knew that was setting up a gym. Yeah, and I chased that and mm. they never really went through. But yeah, that that's the point. It's like yeah. if you when you're doing someone like a favor like that, mm. like they they'll they'll ping you leads. Like yeah. people will but, come back. But not you. even that. It was that then we I then said to people in advance, right, we're about to do this video with this uh, coaching company. And I rung up every single coaching company in like London that I saw had some sort of video content on their website. Yeah. And went, look, we're gonna do this as a case study. You know, would you be interested in doing the same thing with us if we show you what we've done with Kiko yeah. and you like it? And they were like, yeah, like if you can show us that, I'm just gonna show you. <laughs> if you can show us that we've, you've done something that um, 
you know, is similar to what they need to be doing for them. Yeah. Then fair enough, we can, you know, we can obviously talk money. So I think that was a real example of how easily it can can be done. I think with video, because yeah. not many people. I think still everyone's like, you know, even when I work here, when I came here, no one really knew what like good what good video content was and also how to do it like no one even the, pre the previous people that I worked here and tried to do it didn't really know like how to do it and also how to use it as well so and I think that's still the case so like you can take advantage of that and come in and, and easily step in as an expert to anyone in an industry really because they're yeah. all going to use it and not many people know how to use it or how to do it unless they have a videographer or a team you know very rare i don't think we've ever worked with a company that has a video team or a yeah animation yeah that, that's it's never it's, it's always just a free it's always something yeah. that people just go oh yeah we'll get someone into that that's actually a bit of a a bit of a problem with this industry because like it would be so much easier and better for companies just to hire their own full-term full-time content guy like they've got with you yeah. because there are a lot of other companies that are just throwing away thousands of pounds to people yeah. like me to do yeah. it for them that's right. and it's like that's, I mean, that's good I mean, yeah you can do yeah, that, you can do that. or you could play what you or what they pay for one project and say, one say person you did one month, event constant well, yeah, work but that, for a, that, that's a monthly salary if you like like i said i, was, I think i told you this the other day when i was at a, an event in bangkok and there was a guy doing an event uh covering the whole event his whole team cost around about a thousand like a thousand it came to about a thousand pounds which like is how many people was that there was like four people in his team like that was a ridiculously low and, price and there was a lot of volume as For well a three day, yeah a three-day event they were covering a whole exhibition venue a whole hotel on one floor they had about two different um conference rooms where people were doing keynote speeches and then they had a massive floor area with loads of trade shows going on and that was a thousand pounds like the pricing in, in thailand four was ridiculously low over here for you to go down there they would happily pay you that just to do a one day event yeah and interview a couple of people and get a few shots of b-roll mm. and put together a four maybe like a three minute after movie and like it's mad how like people don't realize you could literally just pay someone a monthly salary yeah. like they do with me. especially like people but, are like fresh out of uni and stuff like yeah. they've got skills and they want money yeah, yeah and you like some of these companies obviously massive they could easily just be like oh here's 2k a month mm. to to just do video mm. work for me each mm. day on but i don't think companies have really latched on yet on how nah. what goes into like how easily it can be done and what you know how, how little i think goes into i think actually he, he, here's one thing i'd say is because i feel like the whoever is hiring these sort of videographers people, they mm. even need to have the plan for them oh, yeah. or that this person that is being hired just needs to somehow know yeah. what they should be doing yeah, like yeah. straight away because obviously anyone who does photography or videography knows how to do mm. the take photos of video but like mm. there needs to be that strategy put in there was a point that we didn't actually a time period that we didn't actually talk about and i was right after we sort of got fired from click do or made redundant or whatever you want to call it yeah um yeah uh there was like a month or two where we worked with one of our clients called eot yeah it was like a bit of a bridge when it? it's like sort of to bridge the gap between obviously going from click do to nothing i think it was yeah like banana like trying to give us like a a, a, a lily pad to land on to be fair, it, was, it wasn't really so much for that. it was you you yeah you, you, you sorted it I out think for that me. was him starting it though you because you I mean, okay. yeah, true. Like you, because you were working. Because there was a point where I was just depressed as fuck, alone in the office. Because yeah, you were working like yeah, the entire yeah. near yeah. Christmas, well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. Like, they were like, they were literally just like, come, Miles are going to start working in our office with us. And I was basically, literally, just like a, 
like a, not even a sales rep. I was literally just a customer service person. Yeah, like, managing all the managing all the stuff. You're I won't even good go into money, it. Though, good money though. Good money though. Good money because I get like ten percent on every clean that they did. So every single sale that they did, I got ten percent of that. So I was like sick. And then Fernando was still paying me a wage. So I was like, that and was good money. You're doing much better. At we the time. then discovered match betting. Yeah, so and that was kind of cool. So yeah, it was it, good. It was it was, good it was it was fun working there for a little while, and mm. then it just kind of we didn't see how it could work out long term. But uh, the reason why when obviously I got fired, Miles was still working with them. So mm. like he sort of said like, oh yo, these these guys like they, they knew about me. Still they knew like, about oh, you, and, and they obviously knew that you were good at what you did. And they were like, basically thought that you were the mastermind behind <laughs> their success with Click Dude. And like, he was literally like, you're the guy, you know, like, you're the guy, like, you're the guy that like, made us like, you know, successful with Click Dude. And we were just like, yeah, he's yeah, like, helped, yeah. he helped, we were like, he helped. Did you help? The only the only involvement I had with, with the BOT was a bit of video work here and there. Yeah, that was it. Like I, I they thought you were like the brain. You they literally thought I well, wasn't managing their SEO. Well, like, fair anything. enough. Like like you you are a genius. Like when it comes to like sales and like you know being <clears throat> like resourceful and you know finding different ways to make income. That was really, it's true. And I, I, yeah, I think they sort of just literally looked at you like, oh my gosh, like, this guy's like amazing. Or we want to get you. And it, literally the guy, I mean, I'll say it's like, so Peter, he, the guy, the owner of EOT, he was like, we'll do anything to get her on like, We'll do anything to get him on. <laughs> so I was like, because didn't we have a meeting? Yeah, we had a meeting, like we had a coffee, the three of us, yeah. and we sort of spoke yeah. about it. And yeah. then I was literally useless being, <laughs> just like, be there just because he knows you and like, he likes yeah. to get on with you. And, like, that's the sort of like the pull to, to start working with us. And yeah, then we started, what, what were they had? They had us like trying I, to- I remember what know. it was. Our main goal was to basically create relationships with property managers. Yeah, that was it. So yeah. Yeah. pretty much, your Miles had been working with them on that strategy. And mm. then when I came in, I sort of looked at what Miles had done and I thought, yeah. right, how can we optimize it? Mm. And then we had great success. Within massive, the first like week huge. or two, we, we managed to get on board um, a massive letting agent with chances, is that what it called? Huge. We went to yeah. their like we went to their like head office. Yeah, it and was... they were like bang. Yeah, and they were literally like bang. Like yeah. okay, it was like a I forget what they were they were out they were outside London. Um I think it was Bracknell. I wanna say was it that's not outside. I ain't got bloody clue, I think bro. it was Bracknell. <laughs> you don't remember we both didn't we both go in a car with yeah, Pete, got, yeah. Peter and Ivan up there. Oh no, just Ivan I think. And um yeah, they were literally like, right, like, you know, we'll we'll give you like, you know, these areas and trial yeah. clean and that, and I think trial clean was didn't go quite right. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I think I think that was the. Oh no, 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 it was. I think the trial team went well, but then they we just didn't actually get. I don't know. We, we wasn't work. with them for long enough to sort of chase up everything. When working mm. with these sort of big companies, sometimes the the communication being quite slow, and we weren't yeah. really there long enough to see for, see where it went. Mm. But um, yeah, after about two months, I didn't really. Mm. Then I, again, heads weren't in it wasn't really what we enjoyed doing. I think it, I think it was because like the opportunity was great with having the, the commission on ongoing work. Yeah. Like the, that was a great opportunity, but because obviously we were only there like part-time, only mm. going in like three days a week, the, the what they offered us salary-wise didn't motivate me enough to want to stay there long-term, especially no, when no. I was already, that was when I, that's when I was serious right? about howling and wanting yeah. to- And you and Comrade then at this stage yeah. were like, you know, starting to turn over projects with animation yeah. and stuff. 
and there was that little in between yeah, where it was like, is this clip do or is this you? And I think that was where yeah. we then started. That was when you really started to go, no, this is mine now. Yeah, like, that was that was definitely it. Like after that sort of second job, I was that. Mm. Like I got it was again both the jobs were bare relaxed. No, the clip was hella yeah. relaxed. We it had was so real much soft control. Way to get broken into. Yeah, like, what, it, 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 it was not the like aggressive like miserable job that you'd think it would be it just mm, i'm mm. just i don't know as soon as, as i get comfortable too easy yeah we and both I, want, I want i want the yeah. next thing like yeah, that's yeah. that's the problem with me so that's where we sort of broke well yeah no no that's where we sort of broke off onto our own stuff yeah because after EOT, it was, it was just me and you like yeah, yeah. meeting up and like doing and freelance doing projects freelance stuff. and that was a good what i say we did it about six months before you got before, another job before and before i went yeah but yeah those times like that's when what we talked about before with the, the freelance shoots and you know getting portfolios that was a tough time because mm. we were we obviously weren't earning a paycheck um but we needed to rent equipment and we needed some sort of investment to yeah you know get up and running we couldn't go to people and without any projects yeah. and like we said before can't go into <clears throat> you know selling someone something if you haven't got an example so we were like struggling to like yeah. even pay like 40 50 quid to get a camera for a day yeah and a gimbal for a day. <laughs> yeah there, there, remember? there like, was a, there was a lot of stuff you know? back then i wish and we were doing the the promo stuff with um fat llama oh we? yeah we which was is a good this is oh, a good trick this is this funny. actually a good trick for anyone starting out yeah actually. so there are two platforms called fat llama and borrow fox where you can like rent and blah 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 equipment off like anyone around london blah mm. blah blah and their like affiliate schemes is like oh you'll get 20 pound off your first order for like you and the person you sign up so i had did this on like bare accounts i'd mm. like a bunch you had to like fully verify the account with like id and that so i would just close friends and family i'd be like yo can i like rent this camera on your thing real quick and mm. they were like yeah come we managed to save a lot of money doing yeah. that it doesn't sound yeah. that much but like when you're doing like free projects or you're doing projects at expenses and you can get 40 quid off the order mm. that makes a big difference Massively. back then made a massive difference and dude, that dude, honestly dude. I, I would not want to go back to how it was without <laughs> having all the equipment and because it was just also the time the effort to go yeah. in back to drop the equipment off that no, was, there was loads of just admin like obviously the guy that we were getting it from was based in wandsworth but then the one that really hit me was we did a shoot in one no so we did we got the equipment i got the equipment from wandsworth and then we went to that church all the way up in oh Wales. my god that it was, was like at the end of like it was like where was outside that? north london it was somewhere where we're all out in this i think it was past like forest green and, and places like that it was yeah. really far out like really really far out i think it was past the tube stops so how did we get that project i swear Don't, didn't you start chatting with some guy on linkedin no, or something no. i swear you got <laughs> was that me yeah it Bro, was you it saw, was, yeah, you yeah, saw yeah. it out and then yeah yeah it was a random guy on linkedin that hit me up because we like post our stuff on LinkedIn, like the Create London we'd done, we'd done Urban Fitness by that point. Yeah. And um, I think he came onto my DMs and was like, "Oh, like I'm doing this show for people. I want to, you know, I want a videographer to cover yeah. it." <laughs> yeah, that that it, it was a, it was a weird one. Yeah, and, that, and we travelled all that way, didn't we? And I think that was yeah, like we. So basically, we we went travelled bare far. Mm. Took like for me, like living in Essex, like basically two and a half hours yeah. to travel there each Same way the other way coming from the other way two and a half hours Abs absolute uh, nightmare and pretty much it was like a quiet wait what was it it's a choir sort of it's thing it's a choir like a guide yeah what is that it's uh, like, violinist right, is that yeah. what it was? oh no 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 he was like a conductor oh he, he was yeah he, so basically that yeah, was it, that was it. That it was, was Len it. a guy called Len and his son was basically uh, like a like a 
conductor. classical music composer, I'd say. Yeah. And he was doing a like a concert at this church, um, covering a, like a, again like a famous like classical music artist's like famous songs. Stuff that we don't understand. Had un- no clue. It was sung in Latin or Italian. I don't even know. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we basically had to go there and shoot that and. We arrived there quite early. We thought we were well We didn't prepped. leave till so late. We, yeah. The problem we had is that because we were borrowing equipment, we didn't even have our own SD cards. We used the no. SD card that came with the camera. Yeah. So we had to transfer those files over before we gave it and back to the guy. Super slow. And on that. we had filmed an entire day. So we'd like put like a hundred gig of files. So we had to transfer it over to like my laptop so then mm. we could like edit it and stuff. And for some reason, I, I think I just had a. Terrible. That was my old laptop that didn't have an SSD. It just took so long. We yeah. had to wait like an hour and a half yeah. for it to transfer. So once the shoot had finished, there was this. That, remember that one dude that just stayed with us that closed up the show? Oh, mate, he was so nice. This really rat- lovely boy. So he was like a guy that volunteered um, for the, the church. Um, so he was there obviously cleaning up and stuff like that. He was younger than yeah, us, wasn't he? Yeah, he was hella young. And they, I think, we were like what, what, like, what do you do? He was like, oh, no, I just literally just work for the church. And in exchange, they had they put him up in accommodation yeah. with a couple of others that, you know, that volunteered the church. This kid was like seventy, couldn't be older than 17, 16, 17. And he used to sit there for an hour and, and a half. Sat for an hour and a half. So he like, even have his phone on him. He was just yeah. sitting there having a bit of a chat with us. And I just felt so bad. And that that was probably one of the longest shoots before like before before the, yeah. the fitness shoot that, before, that, before the fitness course shoot i think was longer. oh that that 27 videos 27 or 26 videos in one day yeah we got there at, we got there at like te- we got into canary wharf at 10 o'clock and then so we the did pure gym in canary, at canary wharf at nine eight or nine o'clock i think it was I, I, you got there before me he was rushing us then wasn't he? yeah the p2 was rushing us then basically he wanted to create a course that showed people that hadn't been to the gym before how to use the basic equipment yeah, how to basically uh, an, indu- an online gym induction in a way yeah basically with a bit more technical knowledge to it um, yeah and we did all 26 videos in yeah. one day so it was gold so it first became so it was gold 20 wasn't it is what you wanted to call it then we went to was gold it? 24 and then it was gold 24 it was like uh, oh yeah so he basically he sweetened us up because he went to he took us to big easy yeah and he was like if i take you out for lunch during the shoot then you've got to agree to doing four more videos like four more small mini videos within this um course for me if i if i take you out and treat you for lunch yeah. and that time we're like yeah that's sweet yeah. Oh, that's fine but and it was actually kind of mad wasn't it like we, that, we both got a bit waved off like the, the ice yeah, videos yeah, and all that stuff i was gassed about going there because every time we went past Every time I got the the train, you see it on the office, DSLR. You oh, see it on the DSLR. <laughs> DSLR. Yeah, the sorry. Yeah. The, the Big Easy is like this restaurant that looks like it's on the side of a boat, mm. like, and you go past it on the DLR all the time. Mm. Um, and I always wanted to go there, but mm. I'm not the sort of person that wastes money on expensive yeah, restaurants. Yeah, and it was a kind of like, it was like a 20 quid for like a. It was 30 a, quid a meal. It was, was it? And it yeah. was like a, but it was like reloading. Oh, yeah, it was all you can food, eat. Like all meat, you can eat and a jug mojito. Yeah. And, like, it was, yeah. and then it, they were literally just like, oh, right, you can't have extra, like, extra this, that, and the other, but if you want. More chicken, let us know, and we'll just reload like your plate. Yeah. And they're just stacking it. I was just like, yeah. oh my god, I had the meat sweats well, after me. I was yeah, literally like, I remember dying. getting um, I remember getting uh, like a takeaway tray, yeah, and then ordering more food and then putting it directly into the tray. I remember munching on that brisket in my bed the late that yeah, night. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. just like it worked. Yes. It worked. Yeah, like, he did do. A, well, he didn't do a number on us, but he, it definitely worked. It was 
time. We and were there for 12 hours straight. 12 hours. We left constant. at 12. Well, I think we left way after nine. It was more than 12 hours. And yeah, it took forever. But we finally got it done. But then that was not the end of it, was it? The, the management the editing, of that project. The editing was, and the oh my post-production word. management. See, you know what? Oh. Like, obviously, at the time, I wasn't that experienced. I just got my editing laptop at that time. So I said, right, I'll do this. I'll edit it. It's probably the longest project I've ever done in my yeah, life. Yeah, and there were just obviously so many like little changes. So many little changes. And when the you video it came out all right, it came out okay. I think I could have done a better job of it now. Now I know artifacts. I was trying to do animations on Premiere Pro, which anyone would know is like that. Like just the most basic way of doing it. Like I should have done it on After Effects, but I just didn't have the. But that's the just software. that's just how it is, isn't it? Like yeah, you over learn time, you, you, learn. Exactly, you learn. You learn from mistakes. So yeah, that was a big learning curve. Um, and we finally got that done. Finally got that project signed off. I was like, oh, yeah, that was good. And when we that, used that, that Asana, didn't we? To, yeah. to get all the like everyone. So basically, if you don't know what it is, it's like you use something now called Trello, right? Yeah, Trello is what I use. It's like um, a task management it's, system. Yeah, it's basically a basic task management system. But you can obviously anyone's email you can add to it, right? And then we yeah. literally just added every. So we added him to the project, the client. Yeah. But then he started adding in. Oh, he's the web like, developer. Web developer. And they started stuff. giving you yeah, feedback. Yeah. So then he give us feedback and be like, "That's fine." He'd okay a batch of ten videos, and then he'd be like, "Oh no, no, no! Now my web developer can come in. That batch of ten I okayed. They've now got changes for that as well." And it was yeah, like, "Whoa, it was, it was hold on." Long. Yeah. And that's where it got a bit mixed up. So I think again, that I think that's another thing you can talk about is like managing clients, and and obviously the, the industry that we're in, you're gonna get clients that are great to work with mm. and really really even when working here now you know obviously there's some work that I do that is internal some work that I do that's client work that brings revenue for the company and the client work nine times out of ten are great but you get that one person that is like picky that is that dabbles in photography or yeah. like, oh I used to be a photographer back in the day and he thinks he knows everything <laughs> and you're like, yeah you probably do have a lot of technical knowledge but you're making my life a lot <laughs> I only realize now when I've joined here just how like much opportunity there is untapped opportunity in the events industry there is yeah it's I, huge yeah like, I, we always knew it we, we just yeah. didn't have that in especially like influencer events it's huge there are big money in that because if you can set up an event that's Ooh. cool okay yeah, you yeah. can set up an event and get better instagram influencers mm. there that yeah. can just do better content and yeah. get engagement yeah that is something that i'm looking into doing in the future there so was, you say that's a goal for i wouldn't say future? a goal for the future, yeah, it's on. Like, there's a load of little things in my head that I'll be like, "Oh, that'll be cool to do." Mm. Again, that does sound like a massive headache yeah. trying to arrange sort of stuff like that. But there's big money in it. There's mm. big, good connections in it, and you can get a fuck ton of content out of it. Mm. I guess it depends. Like, I I did try. I I proposed uh, an influence event to somebody, and he he didn't like my no, quote. No, he, he wasn't happy with it, and that sort of fell through. But mm. yeah, I mean, personally, my goals for this year is. For one, I definitely need to get the, the Daily Hustle. That's what this is all about. I need to, dro- I need to this drop this. This is a big this. movement. Explain yeah. it, mate. Talk, plug um, it, go for it. Well, you, I don't know. Like, that I haven't really... I've struggled to define what I want to call this Daily Hustle stuff. Like, Because, mm. yeah, it's, it's a brand. There's going to be clothing. There's going to be other bits and bobs. I think what's cool about it is that you probably would have killed to have someone doing what you're trying to do right now to look up to, I, I think. Fernando I, was sort of that person. Yeah, he definitely like was. Someone, like, you would kill to have some. I think you'd be, like, moth to a flame to, like, someone that is trying to do a movement like what you're doing right now. Yeah, Because I, I, it I speaks think... to a real small niche of people that are yeah. highly motivated. Well, yeah, that, that, will, that's, you know. that's definitely the point with it. And I haven't mentioned this, but obviously the match betting stuff that we do is... Mm. 
part of the sort of daily hustle thing is I'm really filming like this. I did a course on Udemy like a, a year or two ago, yeah. just a free course that shows you how to do match betting, how to make risk-free money by abusing betting site promotions and mm. covering all the outcomes, blah, blah, blah. I'm refilming that course much higher budget and that is going to be saying that's going to be on the daily hustle website for free for mm. anyone to watch and that is kind of like my sort of stepping stone into getting people into hustling oh, working yeah. for themselves making their own money on the side because anybody with, mm. with a laptop or yeah. 18 can do much better, oh, make some side cash but it's not obviously it's more get people to want to do what they want to do. Yeah, massive. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's obviously, it's a new thing. Uh, mm. I, I guess, I think it's what, two months ago, I came up with the name. Yeah, yeah. So, it's exciting because uh, it can go in any direction. Exactly, right? it's, a, it's a blank canvas. And what I'm excited about is because it's more like B to, uh, B to C, mm. like I can make different kinds of content yeah. to, to, for the masses. Whereas when you're doing like B to B content with it's like Howling, the content I can put on Howling is a is not as exciting as I can yeah. do with this. So I guess my main goals for this year is, yeah, to just keep working on Daily Hustle. Mm. I, I wanna get the, the first sort of drop done very soon. I need to get the, mm. the website all up. It's like half done, like, cause I've, I'm doing it through Shopify. Mm. Um, so like the web store part is, is done. But this other part with the course and that kind of need, it needs to be done like custom. Like yeah, I yeah. need a custom developer and yeah. that bit, I just need to mm. work in with freelance developers and it's always a headache for me. I hate it. Yeah, yeah of course. They always fuck me about. <laughs> but yeah, touching loads of different industries. Well, well that's that's what I that's what I, I love about this podcast is that it's, it allows me to talk to anybody mm. who I find I think is doing something interesting or yeah. unique or he's. I just find him interesting and I want to yeah. have a chat with them or something. Mm. So yeah, I've got I've got a couple lined up. I've got another one with somebody who's in the streetwear space that I've been following for like three years and um, he. Yeah, he's called a uh, limited issue. That's his sort of like handle, and he does a bunch of um, yeah. like streetwear stuff. He recently uh, wrote his own sort of like supreme script oh, right. and sold it, Bloody. and for like thirty dollars each. And he put a thing of his email of like all the orders. So I was like, "Wait, doing bits, doing bits." So like, I, I just like little like even like that might not be that impressive to somebody. Mm. Like, oh, made a bit of money selling some script, but that to me is like so fucking interesting. The yeah. guy wrote a fucking script. Yeah. Put it on Instagram, sold it. Yeah. Made P. Like, like I, I fuck with that. I yeah. fuck with people that do stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna roll with it and see where I go. There's a couple people in my head that I'm like, yeah, I'd like to do with them, but we mm. never know. You never know. But yeah, it's all, it's all very exciting stuff, man. I'm uh, wishing you the best of luck, man. Hey, man. Yeah. Well, Thanks for having me on. Uh, yes, definitely.